This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by author Shadow Force 2 from our slash erotica. The title of this post is Sister-in-Law. Sit back and enjoy the story. I can't believe we are doing this, I said, shaking my head as we landed. You have said that 14 times, Desiree said. I could tell she was getting annoyed with me. At this point, my argument was a non-factor. Our house was sold. Most of our belongings had either gone to Goodwill or sold with the house. All we had left of our life before this move was in our suitcases. It will be for a few months, six at the most, Desiree said as we waited at the luggage carousel. I nodded. I am sorry. I shouldn't. I began to say before she wrapped her arms around me and smiled. Desiree was five foot six inches tall but her personality was giant-sized. Her heart was in the right place as well. It was our only choice, Desiree said as she broke contact as soon as people got near. That was one of the many things that had recently started to bug me. Desiree hated public displays of affection. I don't know when it happened because before we got married, she would do anything from hold my hand to full-out kiss no matter who was watching. I guess it happened while I was working away from home. Desiree said she had got used to me not being there. I spent days, even weeks, away from home, but I always tried to make up for it when I got home. No business calls, paid attention to her, took her anywhere she wanted to go, and bought her anything she needed. In the end, it wasn't enough. She started going to an online college, got a degree, and started working for herself. Not that I had a problem with her working. It was good having two incomes. We were able to fix up the house and take extravagant vacations. Then it happened, and by it. I mean my company got bought out. I was in the middle of nowhere when I got the call. My corporate card had been cancelled, so I had to use my own money to get back home. Since I had been doing that job since the day I graduated high school, I didn't have any skills or knowledge of doing anything else. Searching for a job that paid me as much as I was making before was next to impossible. Especially with all the new terms and laws and technology. I was behind the curve. I knew how to do it and do it better than most, but I had no certificate or papers that proved that I could. Desiree's job was keeping the lights on, but that was about all it could do. I felt embarrassed as I had to take a minimum wage job at the local supermarket. 38 years old and working as a stock clerk, worst of all was my direct manager was a 20-year-old. Here we go, Desiree said as she reached for our suitcases. Hope said she would meet us outside. Hope was her older sister. The two had been corresponding. And Gary, Hope's husband, offered Desiree a position within his company. She would be making twice as much as she was making before with less hassle and stress. The only problem was that we had to move from Florida to Texas. So here we were in the Lone Star State. Desiree, a voice shouted. I turned to see a blonde streak rush past me and tackle hug my wife. While Desiree was short, with a tiny frame, her sister Hope was much different. Wayne, Gary said as he shook my hand. Gary was the image anyone had the moment they heard the word. Financial advisor. Dark jet black hair. Rimmed glasses. Thin, frail, and pasty white. We should get going. The traffic will be getting bad this time of day. Yes, Hope said as she held her sister's hand. The two of you can sit up friend. I want to catch up with my sister. Hope and Desiree had a falling out just after we got married. Their father had passed away. Leaving both of them a large amount of money. Desiree wanted to invest it all while Hope wished to start their own business. Since their father had made the mistake of leaving the word and in the will and not separating the large amount into two equal sums, 
The two had to go through hoops and ladders to get it split between the two. Needless to say, it caused a rift. We got into their luxury sports utility vehicle and drove off. It had all the bells and whistles and drove without the slightest vibration or noise. This is a good vehicle, I said, breaking the silence that had fell between Gary and myself. Yeah, Gary nodded. It is last year's model. I had ordered a new one, but they made a mistake and had to return it. It didn't have wood paneling, Hope said from the back. I smiled. You know it's not real wood right. Gary looked over at me with a look that could kill. I ordered it, and they should have given it, he said as he looked back at the road. I decided to keep my mouth shut. It was going to be a long six months. When we got to their neighborhood, we stopped at a large gated community. Wow, Desiree said as we drove up to it. We have our own supermarket, four gyms as well as a spa and daycare. Hope smiled and nodded. I had heard about these super developments. We had a handful in our area, but we never got to go inside. Gary pulled up to the gate and showed his community pass. The guard nodded and opened the large black and gold gate. Once we got in, it was just as I had always expected. Every house looked exactly alike, from the lawns to the walkways. Even the people outside looked like what I thought they would. We drove further in, and the houses got further apart. Desiree kept ooing and awing at all the houses in the supermarket. It wasn't just a plain Jane, Mom, and Pop store. It was a chain supermarket. I couldn't imagine the cost of building and maintaining a store like that just for development. Here we are, Hope said. We pulled up to a large house with a gate. I had to stop myself from smiling as I looked around. Most of the homes on this side had gates. They had gated houses inside a gated community. What was next? To say the house was large would be an understatement. It was gigantic. All this just for the two of you? I asked as we walked up to it. Yes, Gary said as he opened the door by touching his hand to a white panel. That reminds me, Sheila, Hope said loudly. Yes, Mrs. Connors, a female voice said. You named your intercom Sheila? Desiree asked. Of course, Hope said as she walked into the large living room. Sheila, we have two houseguests that will be staying with us for a while. They will need their prints to be taken. Of course, Mrs. Connors, Sheila replied. What are their names? Hope looked at both of us. Well, Desiree, Desiree announced loudly. Desiree, Sheila repeated. Please put your right hand on the lighted panel. This is too much, I said, shaking my head. Most of the new houses have it, Gary said. They are still working out a few kinks, but so far I have no complaints. The next guest, Sheila said. Wayne, I said as loud as Desiree. I know, put my hand on the lighted panel. Wayne, Sheila repeated. One of the kinks, Gary said. No personality, it follows a set protocol. No bypassing also doesn't understand slang language or sarcasm. Please put your right hand on the lighted panel, Sheila said. I put my hand on the green panel as it scanned my hand. It's not going to add me to the police database or something. I asked. It could, Hope smiled. How long will the guests be staying? Sheila asked. Four months, I said faster than the others who had all said different numbers. Sheila, hold the prints until we ask for them to be removed. Hope nodded. Done, will that be all? Sheila asked. Yes, Hope said as she sat down on an oversized couch. Anybody wants a drink? Gary said as he walked out of the room. Yes, everyone replied. I will go with you, I said as I followed behind him. Thanks for taking us in, I said as I followed him through three separate rooms and finally arriving in the kitchen. Family takes care of their own, Gary said as he poured himself a drink. He made drinks for everyone, then stopped on mine. I remember something. He smiled as he looked at me. Hope bought it a few days ago. 
Gary pulled out a bottle of beer, one of my favorites. She remembered. I smiled as I looked around for a bottle opener. Gary handed me one as we headed back to the living room. Surprised you don't have a bar in here, I said as we got near the living room. I did, Gary said as he pointed to a rock formation. Hope wanted that thing. What is it? I looked at it and tried to figure out what it was supposed to be. Nothing came to mind. All I know is it lights up. And she meditates in front of it, Gary said, shaking his head. It's supposed to cleanse the mind. I laughed as he waved his hands around as he said it. Not a believer, huh? It stopped her from nagging about the bar. I don't care what it does. It was worth it, Gary said. As we entered the living room, Desiree turned to me quickly. Look what she did to herself. I looked at Hope and immediately knew what my wife meant. Her chest was massive. No enormous. No gigantic. Words kept coming into my head, but each seemed too small for the two things strapped to her chest. I think you are overreacting, sis, Hope said as she took the glass from her husband, who sat near her. I told you, they were too big, Gary said. Show them what you got, Hope retaliated. No, I shouted. I didn't want to see if he got something or anything is done to his body. It's out in the garage, Gary said, shaking his head. This time, we all walked outside and towards the garage. A whole different building not attached to the house. I figure Desiree can drive the Buick and Wayne can drive the Chevy. Gary said as he passed the Buick SUV and the Chevy truck. There were other cars all neatly lined up on the sides. Even the garage was much more oversized than our house. Holy! I said as I nearly dropped my beer. Is this? No, no way. Are you serious right now? I said all at once. Yup, Gary replied with pride in his voice. I kept staring at the most beautiful and sexiest machine ever made. There was only 74 made. How? One of the guys that bought it owed me a favor. Gary said as he smiled. A huge favor. Gary saved his company from being bought, Hope said. Saved him millions. What's the big deal? It's a car, Desiree said. It was the usual thing for my wife to ruin the perfect moment. Honey, this is not just a car, it's a supercar. It is barely street legal. And I mean barely like at the very tip of being illegal to drive anywhere in the States. This thing can blow the doors off of any car out there. Turn around drive past them and do it again, Gary added. Definitely, I said, looking at it. The smooth lines, the rims, the scoop in the front, everything about this car said. I drive fast and love it. Want to see inside? Come on sis, let's leave the boys with their toy, Hope said as the two walked away. Here, Gary said, tossing me a pair of gloves. Don't want to get fingerprints on it. Of course not, I said, quickly putting my beer down. Then I moved it further away from the car. You know what, I said as I downed the rest of it. Not risking any of it getting on the car or near it. We got inside, and I almost screamed like a fan meeting their favorite star. Everything lit up the moment Gary got in. It felt like I was in a spacecraft and not a car. Digital displays, neon lights, the seat felt like it molded to my body as soon as it turned on. Turn it on, I said as I wanted to hear the engine. It is, Gary smiled back at me. No way, I said as I tried to listen for the engine. Then Gary hit the accelerator pedal. There it is, I said as I heard the loud purr. Finally, Desiree said as I joined her in our bedroom. I had to look on the house map to find out where the bathroom was. I smiled. Uh-huh, Desiree replied as she turned over. I moved in closer and wrapped my arms around her. As I moved my hands up towards her chest, she pushed them away. Are you serious? Desiree asked as she turned to look at me. What? I replied. We are in my sister's house. Desiree shook her head. What if they hear us? Their room is on the other side of the building. 
Even if we had a marching band in here they would barely hear a thing. I shot back. No, Desiree shook her head. That's gross. How could you even think of doing that in someone else's house in their bed? You mean we aren't doing anything? I began to say. Desiree shook her head and turned around. That was the answer. Fine, I said as I turned my back to her. My wife had not always been like the way she was now. Most of it was my fault. I traveled a lot, and she had got used to me not being around, which included being in her bed. It took weeks for us to get used to the presence of each other in the bed after I lost my job and weeks after that for us to be intimate again. When we first got married, it felt like we were tearing up the sheets every night and nearly breaking the bed. Now it took an act of Congress just for her to touch me sexually and forget about oral sex that would not happen again. Desiree read a report or something in a magazine about diseases and infections of the mouth caused by oral sex. And that was that. Never again. It didn't take long, but I drifted off to sleep. A slight noise woke me up later in the night. I looked at the clock. It was early morning. There it was again. It sounded like someone was moving around in the house. Sheila, I whispered. Yes, Wayne, Sheila said loudly. I remembered that the smart home intercom only voiced in the room it was summoned. Are all the doors and windows locked? I whispered. All security features are working to optimal specifications, Sheila replied. I hear someone moving around, I said. That is Mrs. Connors, in the kitchen, Sheila replied. Oh, I said as I relaxed. That will be all. I got up and went down to the kitchen. Sure enough, Hope was sitting at the table. Did I wake you? She asked. Light sleeper, I said as I opened the fridge and got myself a drink. Gary isn't. There could be a hurricane outside, and he will sleep right through it. Hope smiled as I sat down at the table. Desiree is the same way, I said. She had always been that way, Hope nodded. One time our brother Simon lit a string of firecrackers outside her room, and she didn't even budge. Simon got the riot act from our dad right outside her door, and still, she didn't wake. Sounds like my Desiree, I nodded. So, what's got you up so early? He is such a pain, always changing what he wants, wherein it's aggravating me. Ah, uh, I replied. Hope was a realtor, but not just any realtor she had been on the television, also had a series. I had seen her face plastered on the sides of buses and billboards. She catered to the super wealthy. As she talked about her unusually hard client, I couldn't help but stare. Even in the lightly lit room, I could still make out the long line of cleavage. She was wearing a silver night robe that was tied in the front. It was slightly open at the top. You didn't hear a word I said did you? Hope said as she broke me out of my dream state. Actually, I replied as I repeated what she said. Impressed, Hope smiled. Not really, my old boss was a bit of a talker he would go on these long drawn out speeches. I quickly learned how to drown him out as I thought of other things but still hear the important details. I smiled back. So, I am boring now? Hope teased. You know you're not, I replied. You can ask if you want. My sister did, Hope smiled. Okay, I nodded. Why? Why not? Hope replied. You saw the car right. Well did he tell you how much it cost us? He said he got it at a steal of a price, I replied. Because of the favor? A lower price yes, but not a steal, Hope shook her head. You know how much it goes for? Well half of that. No. I shook my head. I couldn't imagine coming up with that much money. I didn't know you guys were that rich. We aren't, and we definitely weren't when he bought it. It nearly broke us, Hope shook her head. Sure we weren't going to pour or anything like that, but to keep the house. 
the cars, and all the other things it's much maintenance. I bet, I said. We had to work harder to pay off things, as well as save everything we could. It took a few months but we made it through. Hope shook her head. Again don't get me wrong we would have been fine. I am not trying to make it sound all that bad. No, you get used to a certain kind of lifestyle. You want to keep it. I replied. Exactly. Hope nodded. So after we got ourselves out of the hole, I told him I was going to get something. And ta-da. Hope said as she pushed out her chest. But they are. I said as I looked at them. Huge, I know. Hope nodded. At first I wanted to shock him. Make him think of what he had done and how it had affected us. I had every intention of reducing them after a few months. But I don't know I have gotten used to them. Also, they help with my business. The broadcast company didn't like me with them, and that's why they dropped me. But oh well, Hope shrugged. I nodded and then let out a yawn. You should head to bed, Hope said. I will be starting my morning routine soon. Coffee? I asked as I stood up. No, Hope shook her head. An hour in the gym and then get ready for work. That's right you guys have a gym in this development, I said. We have one in the house too, Hope said as she stood up. I use it every day, Gary hasn't used it in months. Got to stay in shape, right? I said, putting the cup in the sink. Yeah, that and also with these. Hope said as she looked at her chest comes back pains if I don't stay in shape and keep a good posture I would be in bed for days. Got ya. I nodded. You could do with a few hours on the treadmill yourself. Hope smiled as she slapped my stomach. I have put on a few pounds. I nodded. It is there for you to use anytime you want. Hope said as she walked away. Not only was Hope good to look at from the front she was also good to look at from the back. Her robe barely covered her shapely ass. Her thighs were thick and even though she was short, her legs were toned. Her long dark brunette hair fell to the middle of her back. She's your sister, I said, snapping myself out of it. I went back to bed and laid down. Desiree hadn't moved from the spot that I had left her in. She laid perfectly still as I looked at her. I tried to go to sleep, but the vision of hope kept popping up in my head. That wasn't the only thing that was popping up. Damn it, I said as I got up. I went into the bathroom and closed the door. I knew it was the only way to get some sleep and hopefully take care of my fantasy of my wife's sister. As I sat down on the toilet and imagined all the things I would do with Hope, I knew that this wouldn't be the last time. It's going to be a long four months, I said to myself.